This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. It is 5.44. It's time for Today on Twitter, where it is a question for the ages. What is an insult you'll never forget? So this comes from a tweet by Zaza Man. Um, And really, it's a very simple tweet, literally just asking that question. What's an insult you'll never forget? Now, to be fair, we decided to focus our conversation on the little bit of a sting, but largely lighter lighter side of things. Because obviously there are insults that that have (sighs) really been difficult for people as well. The Twitter thread has a number, but... Honestly, the reading these tweets made me both laugh and cringe at the same time. Um, we have, um, well, Barbara saying, I told my 10-year-old that I was going to start implementing the gentle parenting approach to raising her and her siblings. Her response, laughing obnoxiously and replying, good luck with that. <laughs> that's not just, um, you'll never forget, that's chilling. That's a threat. Yes. That's a statement of intent from a 10-year-old. <laughs> Everybody knows that. Uh, meanwhile, Tom Maley says, I wasn't paying attention in an English class. College professor stops lecture and says with a heavy sigh, Mr. Maley, you cannot begin to fathom the depths of my indifference towards your lack of attention. It hit me so hard I wrote it down. <laughs> Teacher insults actually really, really yes. have a lot of staying power. Um, I remember a number of them. I'm not going to bring them up because a lot of them were quite mean. Uh, but really, I think it's also because it happens in front of your classmates. Uh, it happens in front of the classmates. They also have years to perfect it and class after class to kind of work it out and workshop their favorite insults. Until- and a ready audience. Yeah, so it, it's kind of, it, it's tough. Um, Kelvin says, after returning from a trip to the barbers, my daughter told me I looked like something she had drawn with her left hand. I was both immediately destroyed and so proud of her. <laughs> um, kids can be mean, huh? <laughs> this is not news to anybody, right? They're, they're very honest. They're honest souls. We have Vicious Kicks saying, my aunt to her Greek immigrant husband who was telling a meandering story. You're just like the baby. You meet a new person, you want to tell them every word you know. Okay, this one is mean. This one, I'm not sure is that light. This 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 meanders over to the mean side of things. <laughs> um, we also have... David Roberts saying, Mrs. Voltz, who I'm just going to assume is a teacher, Mrs. Voltz delivered what was simultaneously the worst insult and one of the best compliments I ever received. You have great second instincts. (laughs) Um, I also remember reading one from this thread of a woman saying that there was a comment uh, from an innkeeper, which sounds like the start of a joke. So a comment from an innkeeper (laughs) looking at her wedding photo and saying, wow, makeup can really do a lot for a girl. Actually, there are so many of this kind, right? The the other one about a woman who hadn't been wearing makeup to work and then wore one wore it one day and have and her colleagues like didn't recognize her. Um, we have Betsy saying, "I went out with my parents and grandma straight from work, so I was wearing business attire instead of my normal jeans and hoodie." My grandma told me, "You look really nice for once." <laughs> Knowing my grandma, she didn't mean it like that, but that's exactly why I still remember it. So th- this is the thing, right? Like a memorable insult doesn't have to to be soul destroying. Admittedly, there are many that fall into that category. That is not the focus of today's show. Um, instead, we're asking you for the ones that were just so stingy and funny that you just keep remembering them or thinking about them. 
And if you want to share, let us know what is an insult you will never forget. That number to call is double seven double three two nine hundred. Send a voice note or WhatsApp zero one eight seven eight nine double eight double nine. Tweet us at BFM Radio. Keep it here, BFM eighty nine point nine. Brewing frothy mocha. BFM eighty nine point nine. The business station. It is 5.52. You're listening to the Evening Edition with Lynn and Sharmila. And on today on Twitter, we've been asking you, what is an insult you will never forget? Uh, We are taking preferably lighter stories because we know that if we go too deep, things might get too real and then we Mm. would all not recover. Um, But anyways, what's an insult you'll never forget? Let us know. That number to call is 7733-2900. Send a voice note or WhatsApp 018-789-8899 and tweet us at BFM Radio. Um, So... Before we get to the messages, Sharmila, we talked about this off air because we Ah. were both trying to think about the ones that were kind of like this. (laughs) What is yours? Okay, so... In, uh, I was never known to be a great student in school. I was, you know, more of a co-curricular type, more of an English student type. Um, and then I got seven A's for my PMR. So I waited Congratulations. for my parents. To, thank you. I waited for my parents to come home from work, stood at the door, mom stepped out of the car and I said, guess what? I got seven A's. And my mom said, really? Don't lie. La. <laughs> this is how, you know, we said earlier that children... Children can be kind of mean, mm. but it's it's not a one-way street, you know. No, no. Parents can sting too, although although I think I won that one because I now flip that and bring it up all the time. And uh, she feels very bad about it. <laughs> I um, So I grew up wanting to do arts and crafts, but not being very skilled. Um, and, and I really, really wanted to just be good at crafting. And one time I thought I, I was going to make like a, not life-size, but like a playhouse-sized Manila castle for my dad and I to play in. I, I thought it would be like a playhouse. Um, you know, it would be big enough for like a five-year-old child or I wasn't five. <laughs> I don't know why I'm saying five. I was older than five. Um, but it would be big enough for a child to kind of crawl in and out of. I built it all day. I made turrets. I it was you know really invested in it and then my dad came home took one look at this thing which was falling apart um, but took one look at it and went why did you use my good double-sided tape that was a whole oh. day's work Sharmila it was a whole day I've never oh recovered oh my god I feel so bad for young Lynn young crafty Lynn they never wanted to make me papier mache or anything <laughs> because uh. of my my lack of craftiness I, I'm still working it out you guys still kind of working <laughs> through the process um, so if we look at the messages um, the the close friends or close family members kind of initiating a sneak attack is is kind of a theme so Gerald says, I'm overweight. When I got onto a talking weighing machine at Aikaro, my daughter ran around behind it and said, one at a time, please. Kids, I tell you, I tell you. This one is so brutal. Can be mean. <laughs> this one is brutal. Is. Um, Gerald, I'm, the smiley face, I hope, means that you, you took it in good stride. <laughs> Uh, Vincent's one is also quite brutal. Vincent says, Once a girl told my friend he was the second most handsome guy in the room. He asked, who's number one? And she said, the rest of the guys in the room. Oh, no. (laughs) That is really bad. Um, By the way, Shukri is thanking us for playing Flight of the Concords. Um, And this story of Vincent reminds me of another one of their tracks called The Most Beautiful Girl in the Room. So it's a very Flight of the Concords heavy segment today.
Munif says, me just chilling with the wife, speculating about how our future kid might look like. I hope she has your face, I rather romantically said to her. Okay lah, then she won't have your nose, she rather <laughs> unromantically replied to me. For such a senseless violence, she pujoked me with a box of nuggets for babuka. All good now. Oh, Munif, I don't know what to say. <laughs> I don't know what to say. I mean, I'm really glad that the the nuggets, the the job, I, 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 it is senseless. Um, I do also think that it is the people closest to us who will strike the hardest. Also, I think because the people closest to us sometimes don't, you don't think as much when you're speaking to someone you're close to, right? Your filters are like super low, and therefore you're like, what are you actually saying? Well, this is, I mean, it's pretty obvious what she's saying. Um, meanwhile, Fabian says, I would rather have given birth to a piece of chasu, which is a classic, a classic parenting thing. Um, so, I mean, uh, this one hurts. This one does hurt, I think. So this one, I only heard this phrase, I believe a week or two ago when another listener brought it up during a show. Oh, you've never heard it? No, and you weren't around and therefore I didn't have someone of Chinese origin to explain it to me. I didn't know this was a phrase. It is damning. It's quite tough, isn't it? Um, yeah. It's usually said, ah, it's your 7A story. It, it's, it's basically your 7A story. If you convert that to you came home and you got 6As, it was, what's the point? I would rather have given birth to a piece of chasu. Right. Oh, gosh. A piece of chasu yeah. can be replaced by a number of things, but I think this is quite evocative. Well, on that food theme, Rose says, I made fried rice for my uni potluck and was asked, this is delicious. Are you Singaporean? Oh, um. Ro, I have also been asked whether I was Singaporean and it was on the basis of my spoken English and I was really insulted. I actually, I was like, woo, heckles. Let's see. Um, okay, I think we can do this one, even though I will caveat this by saying, we shouldn't be saying this to anybody. Manmohan says, my friend told me you're fat and I replied, you're ugly. At least I can diet. This one is also a classic. To be mm. fair, it's a classic, um, you know, I'm rubber, your glue kind of comeback. So I, I see where you're coming from, Manmohan. Uh, meanwhile, Sola says, my family was out on a night drive. My kid's favourite song came on the radio. Everyone sang along. When I tried to join, my kids told me to shh. Oh my gosh. Um, Sola, I had a vocal teacher who once told me, do you think you should just take up playing the violin? What? Yeah, so I get it. I now only sing privately and rarely in public. Sharmila, we said we'd keep it light. <laughs> What's going on? Why is I this happening? I can laugh at it now. Okay. I can laugh at it now. All right. Uh, so we've been asking you today, um, what is an insult you will never forget? If you want to keep them coming, these have been very cheery. <laughs> you can uh, call double seven double three two nine hundred, send a voice note or WhatsApp 018-789-8899 and tweet us at BFM Radio. Keep it here. BFM 89.9. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.